If your litter box could talk, what would it say to you? Good morning, lovely day, isn't it? Or perhaps, what's up with all the clay dust and chemicals you're laying on me and the cat? If that's the case, consider World's Best Cat Litter. It's virtually dust-free, quick clumping, and lasts twice as long as clay litter. And because it's made from corn, it's chemical-free and a naturally safe choice. World's Best Cat Litter, the number one selling natural litter brand for a reason. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. everybody and welcome to Dialogue with Divinity. This is your host Johanna Carroll. Today we've got a very unique guest for all you wonderful animal lovers out there. We have an author who actually his dog by the name of Hunter wrote a story through him and his name is Andy Pavarini. He was the scribe for Hunter's Tale, a dog's guide to human healing, love and peace. So before we bring him on, let me tell you a little bit about Hunter's Paw, P A Andy. He's been a student and a teacher of transitional awareness for over a decade, focusing on helping clients make correct decisions. As a speaker and a coach, Andy has had a sincere passion for helping people understand who they truly are at a soul level. When Andy met Bill Irwin, who was the founder of Life Design, and we're going to talk about human design a little bit during the show as well, They started a journey of helping people create the adventure of their lives. Through workshops and individual coaching, Andy's real-life examples from big business to personal and spiritual growth offer a proven path to healing, loving, and living at peace. And also, I do need to tell you that we're going to bring Andy on, but he's also been in corporate America with Microsoft for a long time, too. So he comes with a real eclectic background of transformational awareness, big business, a Zen lifestyle, and lots of adventures. So Andy Pavarini, welcome to Dialogue with Divinity. Thank you, Johanna and everyone. How are you today? We're all good. So I know that today is Hunter's birthday. Yay. <laughs> so yeah. it's rather profound that we're doing a show to honor him and but you know obviously his messages i know that for so many people particularly this time of the year i know there's a lot of people that are alone or without family and but yet they have these amazing spirits on the earth they're dogs and in metaphysics we always say that uh any kind of an animal particularly a dog represents learning the wisdom of loyalty at a very profound, deep soul level. So tell us a little bit about how Hunter changed your life and and how, you know, he continues, obviously, with his work through you 
in all of the coaching that you're doing right now. So how did he change your life? Do you mind me asking that question? Yeah, thank you. Uh, So um, it's wonderful, wonderful to be speaking to this audience today. I'm very excited. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, Hunter, just to describe this big personality. And when I do that, I'm certain that people that are listening have their own ways of describing their soulmates. That's what I call them. They're human soulmates. Um, and puppy soulmates and um, puppy soulmate. I love that. <laughs> yeah, as, as he writes it in there, and um, these beautiful souls actually, um, in my true belief, come to Earth and pick us. Uh, okay. We think it's the other way around. <laughs> so Hunter, imagine, is this big blockhead, yellow white lab, and. Uh, a personality of a kind of Zen leader. He goes off and he does his own thing everywhere. And um, only if you choose to take notice can you see, uh, you know, your reflection in him. And it's usually the other way around. Um, We think that, you know, dogs are available sometimes as pets and other things. But I believe that um, dogs that are working the planet every day give the perfect opportunity for you to see your own personal reflection. And that's how Hunter's Tale began. So how did you meet Hunter or how did he meet you? How did he pick you? Do you mind me asking? Yeah, it's actually a, a very large part of the first book because uh, the book is a book series, Hunter's Tale. Right. And right. for everybody listening, it's tail, T-A-I-L, like wagging a tail. Of course. <laughs> because Hunter tells tales, not stories. And he's got his own kind of language where, you know, a reader has to get used to um from a dog's perspective, it would be different than humans. And that's the the first thing that sets people back into a really relaxed mode. But throughout Hunter's Tale, the first volume book, A Dog's Guide to Human Healing, Love, Healing, Love, and Peace, he describes a little bit of an autobiography of how he came here to earth. And it's quite a journey. And then how we met and it had everything to do with transforming me from a very, very business minded, um, person to a much more relaxed, unconditional and loving soul. You know, I think that we all have uh, an influence in our life at some point in time that gives us a new reflection or a new vision or a version of our life. And oftentimes it is through something or someone or an animal that we didn't expect, you know, yet, you know, on some level, definitely planned by the universe uh, and and that design, as you talk about. So I know that you've got the two books. Uh, it is a series. So as Andy was saying, the first one is The Dog's Guide to Human Healing, Love and Peace. And the second one is The Dog's Guide to Touching Human Hearts one soul at a time. So we're going to take a really quick short break. This is Johanna Carroll. You're listening to Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. We're going to be right back with Andy, who's talking about Hunter's Tale. satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. 
Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a Southern Flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. This is Johanna Carroll. You're listening to Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. For 30 years, I have been a spiritual counselor, an author myself, and a radio host. This is our year number nine with Dialogue with Divinity. And I've met some wonderful, amazing people, obviously, through that career path. And today, this is something very unique and different for me. I am having an author on our show, Andy Pavarini who had obviously a very close, loving, profound relationship with his dog, Hunter. And Hunter, through Andy, wrote two books so far, A Dog's Guide to Human Healing, Love, and Peace. So let's talk about that a little bit first, Andy. The 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 books are written in first dog perspective by Hunter, <laughs> wise old Labrador. And so in terms of looking at Hunter or Hunter looking at you, what do you think was the very first profound awareness or realization that you had about yourself by having Hunter in your life? Wow, that's a, a great first question. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Um, I think the easiest way for anybody to really relate to this similar to my experience would be on a daily basis, we have to get up get ourselves prepared. It's a busy world. Emotions are flying within ourselves. Emotions are flying outside of the home, into the office we go, uh, basic things that we have to do every single day to survive. And then we also struggle with wanting to be happy and blissful and just smile and enjoy. So it's a balancing act. And when um, a human, as I was in my younger years, uh, would go too far on the business side or trying to do things for uh, other people. What I realized is that I needed a way to come back to me, but I didn't know how to get there, uh, nor did I really know that I needed that. And so in sitting with my puppy Hunter at the time and holding him, just he and I together, I realized that all of the things of the world, the problems, the challenges, the troubles, the things you need, the things that you want, for me, just disappeared. And so the premise of Hunter's Tale for everybody to enjoy uh, is that dogs come to Earth uh, to serve us, uh, our human soulmates, and they're our puppy soulmates. And they do so by being unconditional love every moment that they're here till their last breath. And so when you sit with your pup, as I did with Hunter, what happened was I found that he reflected me back the true me, my true beautiful soul aura that was here perhaps once I came onto the planet and all those things that were in my mind and my emotions just disappear. 
You know, I know in your book, you talk a lot about self-love. And for me, that's a huge subject that I've been teaching and writing about for years myself. And so I can relate to corporate burnout because I had that for many years. Then I sort of jumped the fence and dedicated my life to serving uh, the universe and spirit. And I found the opportunity when I had my corporate crash, as I finally refer to it, and that burnout to return to myself, you know, to that genuine, authentic part of myself. And I, I really feel that, you know, the puppy soulmate that you're referring to and that that aspect of unconditional love gets magnified by having your puppy soulmate, your animal um, by your side as a guide and a teacher. Can you comment on that? Yeah, it's so interesting how um, we're all so connected, Johanna, because the words that Hunter has shared with me that, that have come into the, the teachings through the writings of Hunter's Tale are your authentic soul self. Mm-hmm. And it's something that each of us truly are trying to find. Who are we um, outside of the mind and emotions, which are very fun for the earthly test we need. And we are on earth, but we also want to feel comfortable in our own skin and be able to live a life of uh, compassion for others and treating ourselves well. So that brings you back to what is at the, the core of one's aura. And when I say aura, what I mean is the energy that's within their soul that exudes out. And it's really as simple as that. And it's love. Just as you said, as people talk about the word love, you can describe it in so many different ways. But the calmness of love and loving yourself is the feeling that I can only describe by sitting next to your dog after a challenging day or going for a walk, giving them a big hug and a kiss and a squeeze, and it brings you back to you. Yeah, it does. It's almost like an immediate connection to the soul on a very deep, profound level, and all the everything else just kind of melts away. And, you know, we're talking about it a little bit before. The, the world and the earth is in an interesting and there's a, there's been some divisive energy for a variety of reasons. And yet, we still, in that reflection, have an opportunity. This is the age of ascension. It is the Aquarian age to rise up to that higher vibrational level of pure love. So I, I just want to read something that um, you had sent to me, which I thought was rather interesting. Each dog's goal is to witness humans being more kind to themselves and others. You know, I have to tell you, I have seen people that are very kind to their animals, and yet I wish that they would take that and manifest that in their relationship with other people. So why is that, do you think? Why are people afraid to go the extra mile in showing that unconditional love to everyone besides their animals? Yeah, boy, that is just the uh, the age-old question, and I think I've got a fairly good appreciation of it, but yet, you know, each individual will have to kind of answer for their own selves. Um, we're all seeking compassion and kindness and self-love. There's no doubt about it. Uh, there are perhaps souls that are out there that um, might not necessarily fit into this category. I'm an optimistic person, the glass is always half full or mm-hmm. more. And so sure. I focused on those that are, you know, kind and really want to um, make a good imprint on life in, for themselves and others. And so the, the belief is that um, when you're with your puppy, and it's the easiest way to come back to you, you remember who you are at your core. Because when you're with another person, you are essentially taking on their aura, their energy too. You know, they say that within eight feet in the spiritual world. I'm sure a lot of light workers who are listening are familiar with those types of teaching and other people have heard that. So the best way to have a better understanding of who you are is when you're on, on your own and just letting go of the mind, letting go of the emotions that are driven by the mental thoughts and coming back to you. And that's what, in essence, a dog does. And that's Hunter's basis of all the teaching. You can go read lots of books and you can um, get readings. I do readings and other people do as well. But the mm-hmm. easiest way, just come back and give your dog a big hug and a kiss. 
It's pretty simple. The other thing that Hunter has written here is I also help my human learn how his acts of kindness spread the most spectacular virus on earth, love. And it's been my experience, you know, in my counseling practice for, like I said, 30 plus years, people really, they do want to return in that very simplistic piece of wholeness. There's a lot of people that are separated from love right now, which is, you know, a reflection of your own. I say love is the scotch tape of heaven. It's the the glue of the universe, you know, it's really what we're made from. It's the essence of who we are. And so in terms of those of you that are listening that maybe do not have an animal, would you suggest, or they're not able to, for whatever reason, would you suggest something, even though it's not a continuum on a daily basis, but what if they were to visit an animal shelter or what if they were to babysit for a, you know, a neighbor's dog or do a dog walking service or something like that. I mean, how can you, how can people who are not able for whatever reason to have a, a puppy soulmate on a, a continuum every single day, how are they able to connect with a dog outside of the traditional format of, okay, I have, you know, this, I don't have the dog. The dog has me in my home. <laughs> you have any suggestions yeah. on that? Yes, a- absolutely. You know, and it's so easy um, nature is the biggest connecting point of mm-hmm. all things of love. You can walk any place and see birds and you can connect with them without having to touch with them. In fact, with pets that have crossed over, you can certainly have that same vibrational connection um, just by thinking and feeling it through. And I have a teaching called 30 Seconds of Bliss. And okay. that's another example. Yeah. 30 seconds of bliss would be no matter where you are driving in your car and you're going to work and you're a little bit crazy, as long as you can continue to pay attention as well, just bring your, bring your mind and soul mentally back to a time in a very even calming way where you were so happy and elated, a wedding, a birth, or um, a greeting, a touch of a friend, a kiss, a hug, something, and bring yourself right back to that spot. The beautiful memory capability of humans can bring you back to a similar place as I just do by hugging Hunter or you would with your pets. doesn't just have to be a dog. And when you go back, feel the expression on your face and others, and it will bring you to absolute bliss. I call it 30 seconds of bliss. And when you're back there, then you've come back to you. You're essentially Mm -hmm. in the same place. You've reconnected, yeah. You know, we ha- I live in Southern California, and there's a there's a beach in Del Mar called Dog Beach, and mm-hmm. this is where all the dogs go, and it's really amazing to sit there and it sort of reminds me of little kids. You know, they the dogs come up and they're gonna play. You know, it's like there's no like you know where what street do you live on or where did you go to college or anything like that. There's no judgment, absolutely no judgment. It's just this immediate connection. So even if you're just Sitting there, for those of you that are listening, if you're near a dog park or, you know, like what Andy was saying, a place where you would see nature or anything like that, it immediately calms you down. First of all, it's a very calming energy. And it's a very, because it's so playful and joyful, it just reminds me of that divine innocence of the soul that's so pure. And, you know, I do have a teaching, which I don't think is unique to me, that you know, the best temple, the best church on this earth is nature. And it really is God's face looking back at you through everything, all everything that's connected with creation. So this 30 seconds of bliss, I mean, you do, I don't assume that you recommend this while someone is driving a car. Is this something that people can <laughs> practice um, on a, the more they do it, the more they're going to feel connected? Absolutely. And it's just amazing. You and I have never met, yet here we are, and we've got this beautiful audience with us today. Sure. It's amazing that you just mentioned that because the cover of Hunter's Tale is uh, the two favorite places that I would take Hunter and his brother Tucker, who is also a yellow Labrador, and he's part writer in the book series too, um, was between the Del Mar Dog Beach and Ocean Beach in San Diego. No that, kidding. Really? That's the cover of our book. Absolutely, oh. the first book. In fact, to even further exemplify your words right there just shows how connected we all are. 
we have talked about reflection and looking in the mirror in, in God's, uh, see, you see God's face and reflection coming back. The cover of the book, folks, is Hunter on that beach looking at a mirror, and he sees himself back in reflection, and dog spelled backwards is God. Hold that thought. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. 
A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Johanna Carroll, you're listening to Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. I'd also like to share with you that our radio station, our broadcast network, has an incredible group of hosts with lots of different things to offer you. So if you'd like to check out our schedule or what else is available, please go to xzbn.net. For myself personally and all the work that I am doing and offering, you can also find me on the internet at Johanna Carroll. That's C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. So we're back with Andy and we're talking about Hunter. Or let's just say that Hunter is speaking through Andy. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Andy, today in our interview, and we were talking about Dog Beach in Del Mar, which is rather amazing that you have that whole picture. I'm I'm rather kaflumped, as they would say, about that, Andy. When... um. When you started to really have this profound awakening or awareness through Hunter, I know that you got involved in something that I am very familiar with and I absolutely love, which is all about human design. So in doing your human design work, first of all, for those of you that are listening that don't know anything about human design, can you just give our audience, our listeners, just a quick quickie on what human design really does and what it accomplishes for the individual? Yes, thanks so much, Anna. Uh, human design is the, the science, they call it, of differentiation. It's a graphical way to look at a chart that shows your chakra points, your uh, centers of energy dating back 5,000 plus years ago in the Hindu chakra system. And the way that that energy flows throughout your body and the information being captured from astrology and some other areas gives a more definitive viewpoint of how to essentially make a correct decision for yourself. Um, and I know in, in human design, there's the four, there's the four different, you're going to fall into one of four categories. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, when you think about, there's all these different, um, programs and tests that we've all taken in the corporate world. Uh, I worked for Microsoft in 1991, 03 out of New York City, and have been through every program from Breyers, Migs, or my, was it Myers, Myers and, Briggs, and all the other. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Thank you. I got it twisted. <laughs> and, and the challenge with all those types of programs is that when the individual fills out the information, they're doing so of the belief of what they think you know, they are, uh, how they are, how their behaviors are, which have been learned over the years. And so the study of human design based on birth, date, time, and place, take all of that out of the equation. There's a map to the universe that has information about you. And it doesn't conflict anything with religion at all. It's not a belief system. So it's just a scientific way to summarize information about making correct decisions for you. How long have you been? I know you're a facilitator, aren't you, for human design? You do the assessments for people? Yeah, I, I am. And so um, imagine this uh, individual, like most people, uh, working in the uh, crazy corporate world, and I still do that today. You're mm -hmm. trying to find the balance between who you truly are. Uh, and so 
through the human design teachings, and I've done hundreds and hundreds of readings for people, and it actually became uh, the basis of, of what I wrote for uh, Hunter's Tale through Hunter. I mean, I, I learned and sought out human design only after I realized I was no longer kind of being my true self. I was being this emotional person reacting to everything like a, a pinball in one of those fancy pinball machines yeah. with multiple levels. Right. So as a reflector uh, in human design, I make up less than 1% of the world's population. That's my aura type. And so the other types um, that are there. There's a type called generator, for example, that mm-hmm. it uh, expresses about 70% of the world's population. There's a, just a simple science to how everybody um, works uh, for decision-making as an individual. Now, the, to put everything that we talked about together, if you are with another aura and everybody is um, making decisions on emotional energy bouncing off each other, and then you go back to your home when you're with your dog, more than likely the decision that you're making during that day with the other person is not going to be really correct for you. So that's what we're really talking about is coming back to your true aura. And that's what I help show people. So the books are, are based on that as a fundamental, um, you know, system science. Yeah. I felt in, in looking at the books and understanding human design, basically uh, understanding human design, they, the books really are a compliment. I mean, they really serve each other well. And I always feel that what you're referring to, because as I said before, I was part of corporate America, that corporate craziness for a long time. I really felt that um, the shift from being an automatic self going to the authentic self. So for those of you that are listening that feel like you're a robot and you show up at work and blah, blah, you know, you're doing the same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing. And yet there isn't any sense of, fulfillment and you're just automatically getting up eating your breakfast going to work coming home eating dinner going to sleep it's you know on some level on a soul level you're asleep so in order to get back to the authentic self the you know this this whole age of awakening awakening to the true authentic self is really taking you out of that automatic self into the authentic self so, first of all, let me just say that why don't you tell everyone where they can find your books, first of all? Yes, you can uh, purchase the books on Amazon today, and you can go to Hunter's Tale, T A I L, so Hunter with an S and Tale.com, mm-hmm. um, and that's where it'll give you some basic information about it. And then as far as the your teachings and the work you do on human design and your readings and your workshops and all the other things that you offer, where can people find that information? Yeah, this one is called www.reflector with and then guides, reflectorguides.com. That's where my human design basic information is. Now also I understand. I understand that you are doing a special holiday offer on these book, uh, book volume one and two. Do you want to tell people about that that are listening? Yeah, wonderful. If you can go to uh, the www.hunterstail.com, then I'll offer both books for $24.99 uh, plus, uh, with shipping, and that's for the United States. And um, they're normally $14.95 apiece. And uh, I have a note in there. It goes until the 22nd. So you got two weeks uh, to, to go ahead and do it because uh, those are ones I mail, especially from my house, signed with an inscription. Aww. And then, uh, yeah, as, as Hunter would want me to do, uh, we get in our RV and we take a trip towards California your way. <laughs> <laughs> Callie, that's a very nice gift. So for those of you that are listening that need a last-minute Christmas gift, guess what? And if somebody loves animals or they really need to open their heart to a new way i really encourage you to go to andy's website and and offer this special holiday bonus one of the things that i love that you talk about um about the children living in a loving supportive environment creating the dharma so for those of people that are not familiar would you explain to them what dharma means yeah this is the um the basis of the second uh, book in the series, Hunter's Tale, A Dog's Guide to Touching Human Hearts One Soul at a Time. Whereas the first book really talks about the possibility 
and capabilities of somebody uh, coming to their own self and gives examples of that. Uh, the, the second book talks about karma and dharma as kind of the, the basis and foundation of it. And it's, um, it's done in a way where um, karma is a thing that, again, I'm an optimist, so we consider it a positive. You do good deeds for others, hold the door, um, do something nice for somebody, place a call, tell them that you love them, then that comes back to you a hundredfold. It truly does. And when you get to the point in your life's journey where you know you're in the correct place, as you are, Johanna, for a great example, reaching a beautiful audience with words of love, kindness, and compassion, then you're essentially serving your dharma, your your life's um, goal, what you're here to do, and it leaves a legacy behind it. And that energy carries forth, you know, beyond earth. Yeah, I think that karma does get a bad rap. It really does. For me, I always just look at it as unfinished business on some level. (laughs) And dharma to me is all about service. And I I have to tell you for myself, and I'm sure when you started writing the books as well, when you put others in front of yourself and you are in that element of service rather than serving the self, you're serving the soul of yourself and others, there's something really magical that happens. It's the same feeling that you would get in holding a puppy, petting your dog, getting that, you know, slobbery kiss when you first walk in the door. It's It takes you back to that core of your soul where that connection really can happen. And, you know, this this time of the year, unfortunately, there's a lot of media negativity that's out there, you know, as far as spending money and doing this and, you know, having this and not having that. And so for those of you that are listening, please understand that there's nothing wrong with serving your soul. It's a lot different than what we have been programmed to believe is self-ish. When you are serving your soul, you're once again connecting through your authentic self, whether it's out in the world, walking your dog, sitting on dog beach, listening to the birds, that kind of thing. So uh, when when you talk about the children, though, the children, and it kind of goes back to looking at dogs on the beach, looking at children, there's this unbelievable glow of innocence that, you know, we're all born with this divine innocent, beautiful light. And I know you talk a lot, well, let's just say Hunter talks a lot about reflection and what the children are here. Do you believe that there's a new generation of children that have shown up? I know that, you know, we've heard about the indigo children. Then we heard about the rainbow children. Then we heard about the crystal children. You know, they're all here as advanced souls to teach us something about ourselves. What What are your thoughts on that? Obviously, the animal kingdom is very much a part of that with the children. But do you think the children, is there a new generation of children that are here to teach us something? Yes, absolutely. There there are. And it's only because of the, the beautiful work that adults and parents are, have done. Um, there are parents uh, today, every day, that wake up and love their children uh, beyond imagination. And they do the right things. They take the, the moral righteous way in life. And these children then, you know, ignite in generation after generation. And the more that we do that as a bringing up the vibration of the, the planet and the human consciousness, the more of these children that are being born. So I absolutely do believe that. Yeah, I really feel that they're here with, I hear that they're the, I always say that my show is about the wisdom keepers of our time but I also feel that the children are holding on some level a lot more wisdom than than some of the adults on the earth so we really can learn from them and and not how do you feel about discouraging or encouraging a child say that they feel that they have the, this pretend friend and maybe it really is you know a spirit guide or something how how do you feel about that oh i guess we're going to be right back hold that thought <laughs>
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. What happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Hi, everybody. We're back. 
bouncing into our last segment. This is Johanna Carroll. We are speaking with Andy Pavarini today. He's a wonderful, wonderful soul who's had an amazing dog by the name of Hunter. And Hunter, through Andy, has written these two incredible books. So, Andy, before we went to break, I asked you a question about spirit guides for children because I know your second book, this is a series of books. How many more do you think you've got in you? <laughs> or how many more does Hunter have to teach <laughs> us about life? Let's, I guess we should ask the question that way. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it keeps flowing. It's amazing. Um, the uh, There's a couple ways to answer that. First of all, the, the whole purpose of anything that is being written by me, uh, Hunter's Paw, P-A-W, through Hunter, is for the children. It, okay. it is. It's everything that we do in life is, is about taking these precious souls as they're just born into the world and ensuring that they're treated kindly and with compassion, but most importantly, according to their aura. In other words, teaching them that it's okay to be exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. as opposed to all the outside influences that um, in our past generations have been put on to us. You can't do this. You can't do that. Right. You need to do this. And you have to listen. The soul of a child should just be absolutely free. And nobody knows who that soul is but that child. And as they start to evolve over time, then the consciousness of the planet will change. So we talked a little bit about human design in the past. Um, parents are doing such a wonderful job more and more every year of being great parents and, and bringing out that beautiful aura in the child early on and not forcing them to um, have negativity around them that they have to then make up at a later time or, or worse off, pass on to other relationships that they have because they were mistreated. And as we do that and we, we learn about ourselves as parents, Mm-hmm. And then we teach the children to be themselves. Then, in fact, the whole world, you know, raises the vibration. Yeah, and I think it's important, too, because from a metaphysical viewpoint, you don't want a child living out an entire lifespan and having to come back and do it all over again. You know, it's like, okay, Aquarian age, let's take care of it now. So before we went to break, we are talking about <laughs> spirit guides for children. They're pretend friends. And I mean, I know a lot of kids, you know, they have this great relationship with their their dog, their cat, you know, their animals, and there's a, a real bond and a friendship that's created. Beyond that, though, what does Hunter have to say about children connecting and the parents supporting the connection, not a psychotic break or anything like that, but, you know, that there is this other etheric world, there is this beautiful universe, and how to keep that line open, you know, is it healthy for a parent to encourage that pretend friend or, you know, what would you recommend for something like that? Yeah, that, that's a really great question. And I think that the, the key to all of this, as Hunter would say, is um, it's not always what you think. Um, mm-hmm. Play with that for just a moment. Mm-hmm. Most parents want to say, oh, that's not normal or maybe right. this isn't correct. And Making it wrong. Pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. know what? Instead, Come forth with unconditional love. Can you, can you get past all that and can you ask questions and can you listen to the signs? Can you see and develop a relationship where that child can bring out its full expression? And then and only then might you truly understand and see something of truth that you would have never seen otherwise. That's true. That's a very good point. You know, I've been noticing lately more often than not on my social media sites that there's a whole program in prisons now for dogs, dogs coming in and working with prisoners. And it's not the prisoner working with the dog. It's the dog working with the prisoner and that they're bringing so much gentleness and comfort to some people who've had really harsh lives, you know, really, I guess on some level, if we were to to, uh, observe it rather than judgment, you know, they didn't get any breaks in life. And now all of a sudden a dog shows up as part of a program in prisons. And, you know, this big tough person all of a sudden becomes, you know, this really soft, gentle soul. Are you familiar with these programs where they're bringing the dogs into prisons for the prisoners? 
have any yeah. thoughts on that? Absolutely. And in fact, um, the purpose of Hunter's Tale is to create a foundation where dog therapy becomes something that's available to the masses. And um, oh. if you read the first book, Hunter and I, when I was working at Microsoft, I didn't even know who I was anymore. I'd look in the mirror and couldn't even recognize myself, the words that were cut out of my mouth. I was arrogant. I wanted money. I wanted things. I was uh, probably not treating myself too well and mm-hmm. perhaps others. And um, so he helped me see who I was. And as the first book starts to um, to go through, uh, we took on a, uh, a relationship as a dog therapy team at the National Institutes of Health where we would visit oh cancer God. kids. Awesome. Yes, I don't want to spoil chapter five for you, but there won't be a dry in the house. It's all. Oh true. my gosh! Everybody the needs to buy this holiday package. <laughs> so the other thing that I've been seeing also, which I think is wonderful, is uh, senior citizens living in a senior citizen center, or you know, they're not necessarily ambulatory. They're in a retirement center, that kind of thing. They've had surgery, that kind of thing. You're talking about children. Now I'm talking about the other end of the spectrum, which is the elderly, whose lives can be exceptionally lonely. And so in this environment, you know, it it is a form of dog therapy, but I feel it's just a huge healing that makes those latter years so profoundly peaceful. So there seems to be this really big movement that Hunter and his buddies are (laughs) weaving this thread through the universal consciousness about healing at a higher level. That's very, that's not been done before. That's not. And so tell me a little bit about bringing the dog in for, for instance, you know, in a healthcare environment, people that are gone through surgery and healing, does it facilitate the healing process? Do you think? Uh, It absolutely does. Again, the easiest way to come back to oneself is to see oneself in the reflection as a loving individual. And it's hard to look in the mirror and do that. So when you're with a dog, you're almost looking at a reflection of your aura because the dog doesn't take on any mindfulness or emotions that are out there that aren't yours. So in everything that we've discussed so far, we talked about the concepts of human design and coming back to you. But first you need a graphical picture and maybe somebody to share with you who you might be at that um, aura soul level, that authentic soul self. Mm-hmm. When Hunter and I as a team would go into um, uh, elderly care facilities as therapy, the other thing we would do is we would discuss the concept of, and that's in the second book, A Dog's Guide to Touching Human Hearts One Soul at a Time. It's more deep spiritual aspects of, um, of dog therapy that we created, and it's called um, Understanding Your Earth Coat. Um, mm. If your earth coat, <laughs> everybody gets a coat when you're born. It's any color you want. It's any size you want. But there's pockets, and each pocket could be um, deep with things that need to be repaired that have happened over time, this lifetime, others. And you're trying to put good karma in those pockets. You pay attention. What's the pocket that's by your heart? Um, what's the one that's by, you know, another portion of your body that has an ailment that doesn't feel good? Well, you do good acts and you keep filling up that pocket and then pretty soon you're wearing a sweater. <laughs> that's I love the that. Book. That's, I love that. So, I mean, the books are very, um, they're inspirational, they're motivational, but you're definitely giving people a lot of tools in the book. So first of all, We really want to remind everyone that you can find Hunter's books, Hunter's Tale, T-A-I-L, on Amazon.com. And you can also find them on his own website, of course, Hunter'sTAIL.com. You can order that again through Amazon. And then as far as Andy's work with human design, which, by the way, I've experienced that. And I have to tell those of you that are listening, it's really profound revelation You can find that on reflectorguides.com. So, Andy, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. And uh, we really wish you good luck and and look forward to the next series of books because I don't think Hunter's through writing, that's for sure. Nope, the children's books are uh, just about out. And um, I've got wonderful help with uh, 
CFA Publishing. That's my mm-hmm. publisher. Christine yep. Anderson is uh, a sweetheart. She is. So we want to thank you and Christine for allowing you to come on the show today and wish you a joyful, peaceful, happy holiday. Thank you again for being with us. Thank you. So for those of you that are listening, I want to uh, also say to you that you might want to consider giving the gift of spirit for Christmas with a personal intuitive session, which I've been doing for over 30 years. You'll find all my work at johannacarroll.com. And also, have you ever thought that maybe you have a gift? You'd like to develop it? for personal or professional reasons, making your life a little bit better. So I have a great program called Get Psyched Intuitive Development Program. I divided, decided many years ago, every bit of training that I've ever had over the last 30 years from both sides of the veil, I'm going to package it and pay it forward. This is a great training program. It's helped many people along the journey of life. So you could check that out as well. I want to thank you so much for listening to Dialogue with Divinity. You know that we're on the Exxon Broadcast Network. You can find all of our shows listed by going to xzbn.net. We're wishing you a beautiful, healthy holiday, sending you a hug to your heart, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. <music>